I'm back. Been kind of in the weather lately, so I've been kind of sick for the last couple of weeks. So sorry about that. I didn't put anything out. Forgive me. So today I want to talk about accepting life changes. A lot of things in life will change for you in society as a whole. Understand things. Sometimes people want to change the world. Can't get all of that. You can't change the world without changing yourself. You have to change yourself. You want to change things that's going on around you. Um, sometimes we have a, a habit of blaming others for us not being successful because of the things that's going around and that's going on in society. I get it. It's, it, it could be you could be right. Some things are unfair. Some things are unfair. Some things are fair. But it's the things we don't control, we can't control the politicians and the politics that goes on in the world. But I can control myself. It's like you started playing the the finger pointing game. Started pointing fingers at everybody. If you're so upset what's going on, you get it. So am I. So what I, what did I do? I changed me. I started being more committed to what I'm trying to, to do. You know, if I'm trying to do something to help my family, I'm going to be committed to doing that. As in, if my kids need me to do something, I'm going to be committed to them to make sure they are taking care of whatever their needs are. That is how you have to do things. You have to be committed to yourself. So It's like if you want to buy a bigger home, you want to buy a nicer car. You easy. You got to sacrifice, but you got to make that commitment to get what you need to get that vehicle with. Like I had to make a decision to get a new vehicle, so I said, "Okay, I'm committed. So I need to move this here, this money here, this money there. Got a got a new car. I want a bigger place, so went to a bigger three bedroom. So you have to make these changes in life. I understand it, but this is life. This is part of life. You gonna have a lot of curves and stuff coming at us, but it's like if you want to open a business. You got to read some books on that, how to be an entrepreneur. You want to educate yourself. Once you get educated, you educate yourself, you take your knowledge, and now I'm going to pass what I've learned on to somebody else so they can start a business or whatever it may be they want to do in life. Sometimes we can help them out. If we know what we're talking about, we can pass this information on to others so they can become successful as well. Thing, the reason why I say people think that they can fix everything and they know they can't, that's, that's cool. But... Some people try to find shortcuts around things. And I just remember this saying, I think I've said it several times, you wouldn't like that it's hard, life will be easy. You wouldn't like what is easy, life will be hard. That's true facts. I'm speaking on facts. I'm not speaking on that I don't know. I'm, I'm giving you two facts because I worked on a farm and I'm not lying. Every day of my life, we worked five and a half days per week hard for labor. You know, but it, it came with a lot of challenges. But everything had to be done in a certain sequence. It has to be consistent because if you get out of consistent with working on this farm, it throws everything else out. It throws everything out. It throws everything in a loop. So we was always consistent. I was gifted with work ethics. That's something my father instilled in all of us. Good work ethics. I've always had them. I've always took them with me. So I graduated high school and. June of 1984, I got my first real job the same year, August the 3rd, and with the construction company out of Raleigh. I stayed in from August of 1984 until February of 1991. That's how long I stayed with this company. And let me give you some things that I had to deal with as in setting these life challenges, because I dealt with some serious life challenges. So, like I said, I started in 84, 86, I got promoted to work inside as an inside Advisor. They only work inside when the uh, commercial building is built. I only focus on things that need to be done inside of the building. That was my job. I was assistant to my supervisor. I was assistant. Well, it's a gentleman I know. She was 
calls himself my friend, a white guy, a uh, nice guy, very upfront, him and his brother, very upfront. So we would always get together, we, you know, we'll smoke some stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But he told me something, but he was very open about it. He said, he saw me, he used to call me Icebox. He said, Icebox, listen, you know I'm racist. I said, cool, I know that. He's on with KKK. I said, ain't got no issue with that. He said, ain't got no issue with you, man. We cool. We smoke and stuff. I made a vital mistake. Well, I came to work that Saturday. You got to remember, I'm, I'm 18 years old. So I came to work that Saturday. Now I'm probably 20 at this time. Sorry. So I came to work that Saturday morning. And it was like snowing. It was snowing. So I worked like I have a dad. I said, well, Billy, I'm going to give you the key. Can you just lock the building up for me? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. He probably was high. Probably, he, he probably he had me probably a little bit high. I could do a little high. So I said, okay, cool. No problem. So I ended up leaving. It was snowing because they did. Matter of fact, what, the way I remember it well is because I was coming down the hill going back to my hometown of Lewisburg because I was working in Durham. And I stopped by a big trooper. As I passed the car in the snow, he pulled me over. By the time he got to write me a ticket, another car comes and passes another car in front of him. So he said, and so he let me go. So that's how I remember that day specifically. But that Monday morning comes, my supervisor comes to me and said, Rick, why didn't you lock the door? I said, well, I gave the key to Billy. He said, that's not his responsibility. That is your responsibility. And you know, I have to think about it. He's right. That was my responsibility. I should have stayed there all day till the last workers was gone and locked the building because it was not his responsibility. So I learned from that. So I got demoted back to the outside. So I worked on the outside back to the guys, you know, that we actually do the foundation for the building to go up on. Well, it was this guy. It's in February. I remember it's like it was that year, February. This guy, DJ's his name, he dug the footings for us. He was so racist. So Oh, before I get to that, don't ever tell people your dreams. Don't ever do that. I made that big mistake. I told him my dream. I said, listen, at this point, I'm like 25 because I thought of getting my career at 27. I said, yeah, I'm about to get in law enforcement. This is what he tells me. This is, you can't make this up. You cannot make this shit up. He said to me, well, boy, I want you to do get your little bag of those 25 caliber pistols with a bag. Every time you stop one. Listen when I said, stop one. You shoot him and throw a gun in his lap after he tried to shoot you. That's how you get away with it. That month, that was, that was during the week. It was on Monday. I worked that whole week out. That nigga, I never went back to the construction site. Back then, you had to get no two weeks notice. So I never went back. I kept it moving. So I wanted to make sure I put that out there, guys. But anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is, if something you're trying to do in life, you know, stay focused, stay committed, and just go get it done. You know, the thing I want to say is you have one life to live. So why don't you live that life, love it, and have fun at doing it. Because just stay in the game and stay focused. Because they're going to keep moving the goalposts on you. So you got to stay committed. When they move them, you go get them. Stay focused. Talk to you. Bye.